You are listening to the Inside Out Podcast. Brent Kimball and Michael Anderson discuss all things living the gospel with those inside of the family of God and bringing the gospel to those outside of the family of God. Let's live Inside Out. We have a special guest with us on the podcast. And you know what? I feel like every single guest is a special one because it's just so great to have other people besides Brent and myself here. But I am joined today by Cecilia Bennett. Cecilia, how are you doing today? I'm great. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're great. I never get to ask that question to Brent, so I'm, I'm using it to <laughs> ask you. Now, how long have, have you been a part of, of City Point Church? Since 2016. 2016. 2016. That's set seven years ago now? Don't ask for math this now, time of day. Okay. I, I, I will, of course, this is Thursday afternoon. I won't ask for any math from you. Okay, you. you and I, we I think we almost figured out that we went to church in this building together at some point when it was not City Point Church. How crazy is that? This is correct. This is wild. Such is life in this Skagit Valley. Well, I didn't just have you on here to ask you uh, how many years you've been a part of City Point Church and if we've been a part of other churches together. I want to talk about something that took place a couple weeks ago where a, a team of 13 of us in total um, ran in a yearly race called Ragnar. Now, if you're listening to this, maybe you've heard of it. Here's how all this sort of went down. One year ago, I was with my family out at Lake Padden. We were floating around on our paddle boards, and there, there's a trail that goes around Lake Padden, and there were people that were running by. They had bib numbers on, and, and they were in a race. And I'm going, what on earth is this? And I, I saw the little signs, the direction arrows on the road, and it was the sign for... Ragnar. And then when we were driving home, we drove home uh, I-5, old 99. You're seeing all these runners out on the road. And I, I thought, you know what? I've definitely, I definitely want to do this next year. So last year at this point, I was, I was training for my marathon. That was kind of like what I was focused for. But I went next year, I want to get a team of people together from City Point Church to run in this race. So what Ragnar is, is it is, it's a multi-day race. I don't think anybody could, it could probably be done in the day. For, 200 miles? No. For, no? No. Not even for super teams. I don't know. For super teams. Um, but you run from the Peace Arch up in Blaine, all the way down through Whatcom County, Skagit County, then you jump over to Island County and finish South would be Island in Langley. So it's, I think the course total was 199.9 miles. We're calling it 200. We're calling it 200 because we believe that we ran combined an extra between running to get somebody water. We, we ran 200 miles. So anyway, so that was a year ago. So I started to kind of, kind of contact all the people that I knew who were runners, who were a part of the church to sort of establish a team. And so I approached you about this. I can't even remember when it was because you are a runner. You've been running longer than I have. And, Just a and so. A little bit longer okay. than you have. You're, you, you're doing amazing things and inspire me to train for a marathon too. A little side note on that. Okay. There um, we go. 
So yeah, I was thinking it was about nine months ago, but when you're telling your story of when you discovered it, it, it was right after Ragnar last year that on a Sunday morning, you came up and said, we're going to do Ragnar next year. Mm-hmm. We're going to be on the team. And I don't know that I immediately said, sure. I think I probably said, <laughs> eh, I don't really do team events. Um, yep. I run individual because there's a lot of pressure when you run with other people. Um, and so I definitely wasn't committed 100%. But when it came time to uh, do it, I think that would have been, what, three months ago maybe? That we had to actually sign up and pay the money. Yeah, I think it was February. February. Okay, so, so February. Five, five I was just ago. ready to challenge myself and have something to look forward to and so I signed up and said why not we'll do it um I don't even know if I knew at that point who the whole team was I was just kind of going into it blindly and hoping that it wouldn't be as crazy as people said it was yeah which it was yeah but it was awesome that happened Yeah. yeah so we so there was there was 13 of us and so all of us who are part of City Point Church and we we got together earlier this year and you know started to figure things out and i am not you know i'll I'll bang the drum for these things and champion them for days but i'm not the meticulous sort of detailed person and so you know we'd have a meeting here and there but i just kind of thought everybody will figure it out and thankfully we had wonderful people on our team nick and carly martin and danny needham Maddie Martin, they're the Martin's young daughter, who've all done this event before. So they were invaluable in helping the rest of us. Here's what you need. Here's what you can prepare for. Here's sort of the things that were going to happen. And it's like if you if you have not done that, there's no. I mean, you can be as prepared as possible, but you just don't know what you don't know going into it. Correct. And so we kind of started to. I started to catch some steam probably a month before the event is sort of the reality is staring me in the face of, okay, you know, this is, this is happening and it's coming. There's and, no backing out now. Yeah. Yeah. So I was probably the same as you in that I, I didn't really like to run with other people. At least I, I thought I, I didn't. I was kind of put my headphones in, listen to an audiobook or a podcast or something and just kind of get in the zone. Ragnar is really the first time that I have ran with other people. And I went on an eight-mile training run with Kyle Kiln, one of our teammates, and Emily Huggins. And the eight miles, you know, it's usually going to take you an hour to 80 minutes, you know, hour to 90 minutes or so. And it went by so fast. And because we just chatted the whole time, and it was a blast. I had so much fun. And so I think that was probably like a catalytic moment for me to go, okay, this is going to be an exciting thing. And so finally the weekend gets here it's 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 friday morning there's so many things that we could probably talk about because in the race itself you are split you you have one team but you're split into two vans so there's a van one and they run six legs and then they take a break and then van two runs six legs and they take a break back and forth back and forth until the race is over so you and i we're in van two together. So we called that van chaos. It was the chaos van. <laughs> we were the chaos van. Um, I don't, I won't share too much, but since you and I shared a lot of the same experiences, what was the best part about the event? Um, I think we can't skip what was the worst part. Okay. Not sleeping. Okay. 
that was the hardest part. Also, the worst decision was eating McDonald's at, I think, 5 a.m. That was also bad. That was, yeah, not a good call. For for those of us who, I think none of us have had McDonald's in a, quite a while. It's, yeah, it's been several years. Yeah. Um, and it will, again, be several years before that happens again. Yeah. Um, the best part for me was definitely the connection with people. As you said, not a running, I don't enjoy running with other people. I don't, I actually cannot talk when I'm running. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on survival. <laughs> um, and so. That's fair. Um I wasn't really looking forward to that part of it, but I feel like the connection that the six of us had in our van, I mean, we all connected as a collective team of 13 people. Mm-hmm. So actually there were seven of us in our van. Um, it was just a lot of fun. And it was crazy because we are all so different. Mm-hmm. If we would have, if somebody would have lined us up ahead of time and said, you're going to have a great experience with these seven people um, that you only have the fact that you attend church in common and you do enjoy running probably wouldn't have thought that would happen, but it was a lot of fun. And it was just that connection, I think, that stuck out more than anything for um, for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I was not expecting for that to happen. Correct. I approached this purely with the thought of it being an athletic achievement of, I want to do this, you know, it's going to be great. And other people can do their thing. I'll do my thing and we'll finish. That's kind of what initially drew me to it. But I think I, I shared with the team, what will keep me coming back year after year is how great it was to connect with, with others. And I, I almost felt like after we crossed the finish line, it was, and I'm, I, this sounds like really Maybe it's too far, but I felt like I was graduating high school and like you leave the graduation and you go, man, I'm, I'm not going to see these people ever again. <laughs> Maybe that was probably too dramatic, but I mean, you spend 36 hours straight in a van with people and like you get to know them and it was, it was awesome. Sunday felt a little empty. Yeah. I mean, obviously aside from the few that we saw at church on right. Sunday morning, but it felt like there was something missing. Um, I definitely now drive by farmland and I'm wish that Zach Craney was in the car so he could tell me what (laughs) produce is growing there. Um, As I mentioned in one of the group texts is walking by people randomly and just feeling like I accomplished something when I passed them. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That was always a big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. I I went into it. I I get really, when when I run, I get really competitive and I I have to, I have to pass people. If I see them out on the street ahead of me, or if I'm in like a race, I just want to get ahead of people. And I knew going into Ragnar, I just went, there's people of various abilities. I want to make sure that everybody's just having fun. And that's important to me. And then, of course, these people who have done it before, they, they told us that every time you pass somebody, it's called a kill it's so, so like violent. You, it's it's very, not violent. very violent. You're just passing somebody just on the street. People. And I just, I despaired quietly in my soul at that point because I knew that just completely changed the game <laughs> for me and my strategy going into it. But, but so I, for, for two of my three runs, each runner has three runs spread out over the course of about 36 hours. And two of my three, I said, you know, what, I'll just focus on going fast and do my thing. But one of those three, and I had Rob Dueling run with me. It was just about an 11-mile run at 1 a.m. through LaConnor. And black. there was there's this, like, probably three moments within that run where I'm just going, what on earth is happening right now? It's 1 in the morning, 
and, and I'm running through the Connor. But but I had Rob with me, and we just took it easy. They had a nice, easy pace for us, and we talked the whole entire time, an hour and a half from from the Connor High School all the way to the casino out in Anacortes where you were waiting for us. And so that was such, such a great time. So I definitely echo everything that you said there. Um, 36 hours. What was your most memorable experience? Hmm. I think this was the hardest question. Um, because there was a lot of amazing things about that 36 hours. Obviously the scenery was one thing. Yeah. Incredible. Um, my, especially I would say my third run was the best cause it was by the water out and f- near Freeland heading to Freeland. Um, so actually like the, the memory of that weekend, one of them, I can't, it's hard to ask me just one cause there was a lot of them, but was my third run and it's hot, not as hot as the first run on mm-hmm. Friday. And I'm running about halfway through up a hill. You guys have the aid station van parked halfway which i had thought a little bit ahead before i saw you if they are not on this hill <laughs> i am not friends with any of these people ever again because i could see this huge daunting hill and i had told well myself, let, let me stop you let me stop you <laughs> you had you had just gone up this massive hill to start with yes and it was rude it was awful running is hard yeah running uphill it's is like 10 level. times harder yes and so that was I just want to put that out there yes. that you've already gained some serious elevation. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Steep hill. Yeah. Like wall road, middle of wall road sure. type steep. Okay. So I'm going up another large hill. You guys are halfway up. And I had mentally said, I'm going to walk. We're, we're all just going to have fun. This is, we have not slept yep. in several, at least 24 hours. We're just going to have fun. So I'm seeing this big hill. I'm walking. I'm going to walk. But I keep running. And then I get to the bottom. I start going. I see you guys. And then Josh comes over, I believe Josh comes over with water and I'm walking and in front of me is a gentleman that's walking. And Josh says, now go, you need to, you need to go kill him, which let's, you heard what Michael said. We're not literal here. We're just walking past, you know, I I need to, he goes, you need to run. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to run the hill, Josh, but Josh is a crazy amazing runner. Um, and it was just what I needed to like hear, which you don't, when you're running by yourself, nobody tells you keep going except for yourself. Yeah. It's a lot of internal dialogue. Yep. Running is mental. Lots of it's mental. A lot of any physical exercise is mental. Um, and so that was that. I just said, okay. He's like, go get him. And then I took off running, which I was not my plan to go on the hill. And I even apologized to the gentleman when I passed him because <laughs> I felt like I might've hurt his ego a little bit. Um, but he also was breathing very heavy and probably close to cardiac yep. arrest. Yep. Um, and it was just, that was the whole experience kind of like summed up was, mm. um, that kind of encouragement to one another and having not trained, I didn't do any pre-runs with anyone in the group. Mm. I'd seen Kyle and I'd seen Rob training, but I had not ran with anyone, mm. um, unless we counted the 4th of July run, but I try yeah. not to talk about that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that was really, that was something that just stuck with me and that for me would be yeah. why I would do it again. Yeah. Like it wasn't that it was fun to not sleep or use porta potties. Yeah. I should have put that as the worst. Part no, that it. was probably the worst thing we had to do. I have a phobia. You do? Porta-potty. I really, I've, really Maybe do. that's a common one. Yeah. That's a common one. But after that moment, didn't you finish that run with your fastest pace of the weekend? Yes. Like, and there was some confusion about that because as I was coming 
into the end of my run and being getting ready to hand off to Zach, you had met me a little bit up the road and mm -hmm. I looked at my watch because it has my pace and I said, I'm, I'm at 845 and you thought I inter I was saying that my pace for the whole run was 845, yeah. which if it was after no sleep, I would have, I mean, yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. It was still amazing that I was running at 840, at an 845 because that's exactly. not my normal pace. Um, but yeah, I was, I, I, I didn't mean to. We were really just going to have fun. We yeah. were dead tired. And, um, but once your legs get going, I was just like, well, if I run, I can be done quicker yeah. than if I walk. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. To finish that way, I saw so many people on, because so, there, was, there was a ton of people who were, I don't mean this to sound derogatory, but they just did not look like athletes out there. They just were, they just were normal people just yeah, kind of average wanting people. to do this. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing them on the third day, South Whidbey Island is very hilly and it was challenging for every member of our team and every person who was in that race. And you could see people were hurting. I mean, yes. there was, there was some, some shuffles going on. There was a ton of grimaces that I was seeing. And just for you to finish at your fastest pace of the week. That was fun. Like, how awesome is that to be able to do? So it was just, for me, it was such a special, special weekend. And I just think I, these are all people that, I was probably the one who knew everybody in the group yeah. the best. I'm putting, putting quotations around that. But after that weekend, I, I, I just went, hey, these, these folks are, are my friends. Mm -hmm. And I just think, man, that was... That's so special for me to be able to say, and it was a great experience for me to just be able to go, this is something we're going to do on a regular basis. This is going to become fun. a part of our rhythm. So I, I, you've probably answered this a, a little bit already, but last question, how did Ragnar help you better connect with the people who are part of City Point Church? Um, well, going back to spending over 36 hours together... Um, we're going to see a lot of various sides of each other mm -hmm. in that time, <laughs> especially when there's no sleep. Cause I do believe when I got in the van after my last run, I was like, I kind of just want to cry. And then I just did cry because I was so <laughs> tired and emotional. I always get emotional at the end of any kind of big accomplishment, which yeah. that was, yeah. um, we did a lot of bonding, whether it was in the van Sleeping in McDonald's, we really looked like homeless people multiple yeah. times. On Saturday in particular, yeah. we looked like the homeless. And yeah, we all decided it, we didn't want to be homeless. Yeah. We would do whatever we needed to do. Yeah, it was rough. Um, I think the fact that there was such versatility in our group with the seven of us, like we, all different ages, different genders, obviously. We had a 13-year-old. Mm -hmm. I feel like that just, which I didn't know that North was 13. I thought he was like 16. Not that a 16-year-old teenage boy would be any less annoying, but he wasn't. Like, yeah. he stepped up. He crushed his runs. Um, that was memorable. Um, I think what I love, like, that we got to experience as a team that was wonderful is how much we support each other, which is the part of running that I love that drew me to it. And anyone that's ever gone to a big race, if you're at the finish line or anywhere along the course people just root each other on mm -hmm. and what the seven of us did for each other, whether it was Rob running with you, running with North, encouraging him along, um, 
just the efforts that were taken <laughs> during the course of certain people's runs <laughs> to achieve certain things, like the teamwork that was there. Um, you know, the little mishap with the red Gatorade versus the yeah. blue Gatorade. Um, I just think all of it, they're really, I, I don't know that I could, other than just, I was surprised at how amazing the experience was. Yeah. So all of it was memorable. I think about it frequently. I laugh and giggle about it, just yep. thinking about various things. Um, same as you look forward to doing it next year and just probably going to feel like an inch more competitive now that we know what to expect <laughs> as much as it's supposed to just be for fun. Yep. Um, but I think that that's something that that would be the part that sticks with me. It's just the memor- the memories that we made together, the silly, just craziness of mm-hmm. what we were doing stuck yeah. together. Yep. Literally, there is not really, I mean, we could separate when we were on the field yeah, but we didn't. We laid by a playground and yeah, cat napped and tried to sleep in the park in Oak Harbor. In the park in Oak Harbor. Yeah, um, there's a level of absurdity to it that yes. it just makes me laugh every time I think about it. Yes, the whole entire thing. Yeah, and no sleep, and we uh, everybody got along. Mm-hmm. That's rare, I think, sometimes too, because of all those different personalities and all of the right. different ways that we are. Um, everybody was super respectful to each other and encouraging. So yeah. I don't think I could say enough good stuff about it. The good outweighed the porta potties, the lack of sleep, and the McDonald's. <laughs> Absolutely, and I, maybe McDonald's outweighed. and porta potties should be combined. Yeah, because they really a little. Did. Yeah, both those things. Yeah. I I think you know what what I love about just being a part of the local church is is you've mentioned it in, in your answers here is that the we represented a, a wide array of people yes. in our group in total. We had teenagers college students, um, young, young men who were single, parents with, with young kids, parents with, with elementary age kids, parents with kids out of the house. I mean, it was just, it was just this kind of spread of people. And that's why I love the idea of natural communities. Cause I actually, our Ragnar group, I put under the natural community groups yes. because we ask people, what do you love to do and are you willing to do it with other people? And the great thing about Ragnar is all those people we went, well, we know we love to run. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we're willing to do this with other people. Yes. And one of the things I tell people is I say, what I love about natural communities is it takes the burden off of the connection. Because you could even feel it in our initial meetings mm-hmm. as a team. There was, you know, a general sort of camaraderie, but there wasn't really a connection yet at that point because a lot of the burden is on the connection at that point you don't have anything else to to distract you from it and what this did is it takes the stress and the strain off of having to connect with one another and it puts it on something else and as we do that we just ended up growing closer together and so that's why that's why I wanted I don't just want to talk about how great we are and how wonderful Ragnar was it's an encouragement to the rest of the church to say this is how great natural communities are and people are meeting all around the valley, doing yes. different things. You can develop such rich relationships within a City Point Church simply by going for walks on a regular basis and doing just simple, normal things. And so I know there are people out here, Cecilia, who are listening to this, who are saying, that sounds like fun, minus the McDonald's. I want to do it next year. The initial plan right now is that we're going to have to have two City Point teams. For sure. So, Which means four vans. 
which means a lot of vans. A lot of vans. And which means, I mean... You do a whole podcast podcast on the vans. We really could. That's we, a whole other thing we, we didn't we, talk about. We, We're not going to, but yeah, that's a whole we, other thing that people don't even know. Yeah. Well, just so you know what happens in this podcast usually is that you'll mention something on it and then someone will come up to you on Sunday and they'll ask you and you will go, wait a second. I talked about that and then you'll have to kind of remember this conversation. So just be prepared for that this weekend. Yeah. Check marks. There was, there was a lot. I mean, people could just maybe get together with six other people, get in a van and hang out for 30 hours. Yeah. And that could be a natural community, but I don't know what the common denominator would be. See, that's the thing though, is that's the absurdity of Ragnar is when you'd say that, that sounds terrifying to me. (laughs) What were we doing (laughs) for that amount of time? Besides yeah. just doing a lot of eating junk food and, stay and, awake. and yeah. running in the middle of the night. So, yes. well, that's it. That's all, that's all there is. Till next year. Till next year. So if you're listening and you want to be on one of our teams, you got to let me know fast because those spots are going to fill up fast. And if we register before the end of August, we get a cheaper rate. And that's always a good thing. That's so much commitment. Like, that's <laughs> huge already. I hate when you get the emails after you do a run. Like, the next week, yep. you get a thing. Sign up for Snohomish Half next year. It's yep. like, whoa. Yeah. Really just calm down. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of yes. commitment yet. Okay. We are ready for we that kind ready. of commitment. Okay.